The motion picture you are about to see can be called today a fantasy of the future. But one day, maybe not too far distant, audiences will be able to look back on it in the same spirit with which we view pictures about the first covered wagons crossing the plain. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is how valid is the validity. I think we're in focus. And we're can, in focus? I can see you. Well, <laughs> that's half the problem. <laughs> half the freaking problem. How you feeling? I don't even want to, I don't even want you to tell people. I'm feeling great. Yeah, yeah. Big day today. Happy big, to be here. Big, big day all week. Some breaking <laughs> news tonight. Uh, this is the, probably the most disappointing news that I'm going to talk about all evening, uh, and that is that uh, James Bond uh, is going to be uh, set back even further now because um, what would you think? Based on everything that you know about movies, what what do you think would be the reason why James Bond would not be able to come out in October? What would what would what would you just just throwing it out there? What like right now, my common what my common sense would say, right? Yeah, what the common sense? Would I would be. like to think maybe uh, I don't know, maybe some production hangups due to the pandemic, maybe uh, some travel issues. Uh, you know how they want to film where they want to film. No, why wow. you gonna you gonna blow my mind? With I don't think I'm gonna blow your mind, but I, I will say this: like I, I I think that the issue is is I don't think I know uh, Nokia Nokia is the reason that James Bond is not going to be coming out uh, or has the potential not to be able to even come out in October. This movie was supposed to come out in 2019 in November of 2019 uh, because Nokia is saying that uh, it, the phones that he was using in the movie are going to be too old uh and they want they want the newest stuff in there oh. so they're going to make they're going to make him go back and reshoot uh, reshoot those they movies. can't just cgi some new phones in there that's what I, that's my that was my thing i watched gemini man the other day yeah did you ever see that no. with uh, will smith don't don't <laughs> with the movie abilities that that people have in today's uh, world they basically it just looked like it looked like you let a, a, a film, a graduate film student, uh, do the face for. I hope I'm not giving away the movie. It, it was just, <laughs> it, it could have been really good, but it was really weird, really weird. And I'm a big fan of uh, what's his name is, uh, uh, oh geez, a Pete, Will Smith, right? So yeah. he he basically was his older self, and he's and they cloned him, and then he comes back. Uh, his with his younger self because you know they wanted they wanted his abilities and so they wanted to clone a whole army of him and they had to make his young face they had to use him to do and then they CGI'd his young face it was just really bad I'm just yeah. gonna throw it away anyway Nokia Nokia is gonna halt the James Bond who gives a shit who gives a shit that seems weird to me but so did you buy any GameStop was GameStop or something that, no. that you got into no. Do you understand what 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 happened 
with GameStop? Not exactly. I know a lot of people made a lot of money, and also I've been off social media for a few weeks now, so not paying much attention. Okay, so the, <laughs> beyond social media, but but essentially. Uh, it, it was a short sale uh, on with these hedge fund investors. Now I had to go. Th- this week's been a lot of of um, I've been looking up a lot of stuff. But essentially, um, a short sale is uh, you 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 borrow the shares from somebody that has them uh, at, at a price. So GameStop last year was like two seventy five, and then these guys it went up to eighteen bucks at the end of the year. So these these guys borrowed the shares. Essentially, and they were gonna they were going to buy the shares at eighteen dollars, and I, I, somebody's gonna have to explain this to me specifically. But they have to they have to sell the, the shares back to the person they they borrowed them from, and so these people on Reddit get in here and they they tell everybody, hey, this thing's getting short sold, and all these investors start to buy and jack the price up of GameStop to three hundred and fifty dollars a share. Essentially, putting GameStop back on the map for maybe a year or two, with these because GameStop was going defunct. They were going, they were leaving until this happened, and they raised something like eight hundred million dollars. So basically, they had to find these people that bought the shares at eighteen dollars had to find the difference between eighteen dollars and three hundred and fifty dollars uh, to be able to give them back to the company that they. Oh, it was. It's just a. It's. I mean, this is this is for people with money, essentially. Uh, that's why these hedge funds do it. Um, but these short positions and long positions, and there's so many things. It's really, Andy, honestly, and you would understand this more uh, than than most people, but it is definitely like looking at a craps table and understanding every part of it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like some people like me, the, the long game, they play the, the what's the, what's the line? You can just the. The, uh, just the line, uh, line bet. The know. line bet, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of the long investor. That's That's the guy that's just putting it in for his retirement. That's the safer bet. Mm-hmm. Right. Then when you get further into the board, you, you just start to realize that this thing, is, it has so many aspects to it. Um, and that's what the stock market is the same thing. You you can you can damn near it's it's Vegas. And uh, it's just it's really insane. So now now. The interesting part of it is that these hedge fund investors to get back at these Reddit, I guess there are these groups that um, that that do this on Reddit. They, they say they talk about stocks that are going on Wall Street, what what the movers are. And then people like me can go out and in my TD Ameritrade and buy this stuff that they say. Well, now they're saying hedge funds is like they're buying silver. That's why you heard most people have heard over the last week or two that silver's all of a sudden the new the new gold. And they're saying these hedge fund investors are trying to coax Reddit people into buying silver. In reality, they're going to short it so that all these people lose all their money. Uh, America is a great, great country. Great country. <laughs> if you're wondering where your $2,000 checks are that Biden promised, uh, it doesn't look like you're going to get them anytime soon. Uh, all people, uh, uh, the great state of West Virginia has got its hands in some in some stuff. Uh, Joe Manchin is uh, actually halting uh, this $2,000 check as one of the senators. Uh, as a matter of fact, right now, there are people in, in, that are that are starting to fundraise to get to get. Joe Manchin and other Democrats that are trying to, uh, I don't know, work with Biden out of the, out of Congress already. So essentially, there's no there's no working with anybody. Uh, you, you know, one 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 person gets in. We're going to jam everything we possibly can. Who's got the power? And then these guys get in, and then they want to do it too. I mean, tonight, uh, if you've noticed that, essentially all the money that went to 
to Donald Trump's wall is going to go to uh, the green stuff. Uh, it's going to go green. And, and essentially, they, they, wanna, they, want to, um, they want to say that there's a climate crisis. And when you do that, it's kind of like a, when the state, when your state says, you know, we have a, uh, a crisis uh, or a state of emergency, then, then you end up just getting an influx of money is the key. And, and that's kind of what this is for, um, is, is to be able to uh, earmark money and circumvent uh, any kind of budget restrictions to be able to give money to this crisis. And so now, basically, all the money that went to this wall, which was a lot, is, is now going to go to changing the climate. Um, and, and so, you know, if you listen, if, if you haven't had a chance to listen to this uh, speech that Schumer gave tonight, essentially anything, any combustible motor by 2030, they're, they're done being made. So no more combustible motors. And then by 2040, no, no, none on the road. So the interesting fact is they can just do this. Number one, they're going to do it. They're going to start spending money for it. It's it's going to happen to get, they're working with car manufacturers. So if you like combustible motors, you're not going to be able to have one. And and that's just going to be how it is. Um, and essentially, that's what's coming. My question is, if you have a classic car, you know, if you have a car that, that's 30 or 40 years old or an old Corvette, what, how, does this, how does this work? And this is essentially what happens with most laws that, that, that come across uh, in, 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 in this kind of stature where it's going to go across the board, everybody's going to, going to have to deal with it, is that, you're, you know, it's, some things are going to have to get grandfathered in or some things are, then you have special interests and then you have people that are against this and for this. And so this law that essentially was, was made to, I don't, I don't, I, I can't understand if, if the government is, is serious about changing climate uh, the Paris Accord and and those types of things are are ways for that it, it appears that it's just sh- shit tons of money that goes goes to these organizations that you really have no idea. And and the thing about it is, if if in twenty years or fifteen years the climate doesn't go down, the the the, the one and a half degrees Celsius that the Paris Accord wants to accomplish over the next. 10 to 15 years if it doesn't happen do we get money back do we get any of the money that that the united states has put into this agreement because you know it's one of the top three investors like the un like the uh, who we're 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 the if we're not the hugest the biggest purse we are the top three and if these people do not do what they say they're going to do there's not there's nothing you can do about it it, it, somehow it becomes our fault again. It's our fault. We didn't do enough. I, I you, you really can't have it both ways. There almost has to be an, a situation in Congress where these, and these are the things that w- they talk about term limits. Term limits, essentially, these people should not be able to sit in there and dictate and direct where all, the, all this money goes, saying that, these things are going to happen once we spend this and once we get involved in these programs. But in 10 years from now, you won't even remember what we said. Obviously, Joe Biden is a prime example of that. Donald Trump is a prime example of that. If you just, you can say whatever you want right now and within a short period of time, it either will be on to something else that, that will take up all of our time and money and effort or 
will just say something different. And nobody will, you can go, people can go back and research it. And nobody still, there's not a thing you can do about it. There's just something about that Washington wall that once you cross over it, whatever your, whatever your goals and dreams were to be a politician in today's, or any days for that matter, once you get to Washington, things just kind of, all your morals and ethics because of what you have to do to get anything done for your constituency, especially now in this movie star age of, of where these, where, where these people are more people that in the AOC, a prime example, which we're going to talk to about in a little bit, but AOC is a prime example. This woman is, is really a rock star after two years, one term of Congress. It's not even about getting anything done in Congress, but this girl can come out on Twitter and really change anything she wants because there are people that feel or think like her everywhere. That's the case for everybody. But the idea is that you're supposed to be a freshman congressperson and you're supposed to work for your district and, and learn the ropes and understand how things work. And if you want to change these things as you progress into these positions, fine. But just to come out and really just be such a thorn and, and really just just forget about people and, and, and where you're from. And I'm not saying that's been the case for her the whole time. I don't know every little thing that she has done. All I know is that, that, that one false step at this point, based on how much she has put herself out there, she's done. They will cancel her. She's making it harder and harder to really cut her teeth and make a mistake. Because now everybody, the people that are for her are fine. They're, they're, they're for her. But the people that are against her are people that would have never known who she was. There's no foundation. And that is a problem with our society in general. We want things so fast that we don't create a foundation for which can't just be taken away because we say something or do something wrong. You make a mistake, you're done. Because you don't work. You don't do anything to create a foundation. And that's, it's just like building a band. You know, everybody wants to pick up a guitar, sing a song, and a month later have a record deal. But the bottom line is, the people that have been sustainable and worked and, and, and stuck with the fact of we're going to hit the road and we're going to go bar to bar and venue to venue and play for no money. You can't take away what that guy did. So even if a record label comes in and signs you, for instance, and then a, a year or two shelves you and then drops you, your whole career is not on that. It's the eggs in the basket. It's it's any any kind of uh, anything you want to think of in that, in that regard. My, my point being is, that AOC and, and a lot of these freshman Congress people, especially, have, have they're, 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 the new game is we're going to create a, 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 our foundation is going to be for people that don't even vote for us. Do you think that if AOC doesn't do something for that district, that they're going to keep electing her? Because people in Montana and California and, and Detroit and Texas, they don't vote for her. And, they, and these people in the Bronx don't give a, a crap if, if, if there's pressure 
they, they don't they don't feel pressure. All they know is what are, what are you doing? Now, if she's going to run for a bigger office, then she's on the way. That's what she's trying to accomplish. I don't know if she's trying to accomplish that. I mean, she in 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 past uh, in past uh, interviews last year, even she she had talked about getting out of this altogether. It, it's it's pretty insane. Now you're talking about record labels. And, oh. and erasing things that happened in the past and uh, and the possibility of things that do happen. I mean, uh, you should touch a little bit because they're kind of talking about a little bit of what happened to Morgan Wallen, right? Or what Morgan Wallen did. I, I think that Morgan Wallen is a prime example of of somebody that... Here, here's the thing. He is one of the hottest country music stars right now. Going. I mean... Chad told me the other day that he has a record. His new record had 30 songs on it. Who's doing that? It doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, he's he apparently he's been able to do it. And, and, and the biggest part of that has been how now Spotify, Apple, all these things work because of these playlists. So none of that counts now, and he gets his record deal taken away. None of, I mean, is that? Well, it's suspended. Suspended? Right. So here's a situation where... And and it's what AOC's kind of above that, but and politicians can kind of be above that fray, and you know because they say and do so much in a week that you could just you know all the things she's done, interviewed uh, people she's talked to in 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 these committees, the the Zuckerbergs and all that kind of thing. She says and does so much that it all just can if you look up something on the internet right now you type in AOC Zuckerberg conversation or AOC something she said last year you can't find it now Morgan Wallen because he he it, it, other than his music news wise if he if it's not who's taken to the AMCs or whatever the case is you anything bad this guy does is going to dominate dominate whatever you do when you type in his name yeah. Right. So he says the N word in a drunken stupor uh, outside of his house. It didn't sound derogatory. It just sounded stupid. Right. So it, it didn't sound like he, I don't even think there was a black person within earshot. So oh, yeah. it's one of those situations where it, 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 you think, I, I don't know. You're just not thinking. You just, you're just being an idiot. Now, granted, I, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I've been drunk a few times. No. And I've never You who? What? No. But I that that word for some reason, you know, either if you listen to a lot of rap music or you're around a lot of uh, black guys or if you have black guys that are friends, that word gets thrown around all the time. And so there is this thing where you kind of have to you know, you ha- you have to you just got to take it out of your vocabulary. There's not even a there's no there's it's better to drop the F bomb. You know, it, it, you might as well just cuss because there's no sense in that word being even something that you use blackout drunk. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, so I'm not exactly sure. But anyway, he's been suspended. All these other country music artists are, uh, you know, th- of course, throwing him under the bus. Uh, you know, it's it's over. And it's going to be over for some some amount of time. I think that uh, if this was pop music, you, you might have a little bit, uh, you, your career might be over. If yeah. you were on a, a world platform, um, that might be the end of this. Country music, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. it's going to be. Inter- that's going to be an interesting case study one day. It's somewhere. just a funny thing, the way that like it all goes with the cancel culture kind of thing. You know, like 
all these guys, I don't know. I mean, all these guys are going to, you know, disown this dude as, as one of their buddies or whatever, but it's like as if these good old boys have never gotten drunk with their buddies and uttered and that is, isn't that the problem with cancel culture? San Francisco's going through it right now, trying to change the name of 44 schools. Not, they're not going to try. They are going to succeed. And wait till we get to this point tonight of why these names are going to get changed. It, 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 basically, essentially what you have is the way that things got 30, 40, 50, 80 years ago, 100 years ago, how things got named and why based on the people that were that were looked up to and thought to have created or done something, had done something for society. That's how their names got on these buildings. Now, there's just a large group of people that don't believe those people should be looked up to anymore. And so now they want to take people they've known over the last 30 or 40 years and put their names on these buildings. You can say, I don't, who cares? To some extent, you can just do it. But there better, there has to be a way to get there. Not everybody's going to be happy about it. But if you do it in a democratic way, nobody's going to argue with you. That's not what's going on out there. That's not what's going on with the, this is a, this is a board. This isn't even the board of education. It's a committee from the board of education. We're, we, we can get to that. I have, a, I, 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 I have some valid points on that because it, it is something that you're going to see. It starts in California. It's going to work its way across the country. And you're going to have this whole big divide with these red and blue states of who does it and who doesn't do it. And some states that just it didn't want to, you're not even going to talk about South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, those the Northwestern states uh, that nobody even cares about when people vote. I mean, did you notice that? Is there something weird about the fact, for instance, that voting machines and problem with voting machines happen to be in those six states that had a problem at the end of this election? There is, it's one of my favorite lines is there's no such thing as a coincidence. And, 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 and most of the time, that's about the truth of it. Usually, if you find yourself in a position where you can go, that, you know, that's a, that's a coincidence. Your actions or thought processes wanted that to happen or saw that at some point in time or your actions got you to where that had to be based on, if you really go back and look at coincidences. But this Dominion voting machine, all these things are going to start coming out. It's going to be too late for this election, and that's whatever. That's how life works. But you can bet a dollar right now. You can short this. And over the next two years, you're going to see Netflix and Hulu and every other streaming device, Disney Plus and all the other 50, I mean, 50 million biographies and, and undercover, uh, 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 you know, shows and, and stories about what what was going on they were hooked to the internet where the software came from who where, where china was involved in all this because now last time it was russia and now it's china helping the democrats russia helping the republicans you just have to sit back and take it because you're never going to know the truth you're never going to be able to understand it you could watch a thousand documentaries it's not going to give you enough information to feel better about any of this thing any of this stuff that's happened and confusing you and pissing you off is the goal because the more you get pissed off and throw your hands up at this the more you just let people do whatever they want as long as it doesn't directly affect you and that's the problem with Congress in general. 
and government, big government in general, is little by little, four years of our life has gone by. Are you better or worse off now that Trump is gone? No. Probably not. You can blame this stuff on this pandemic. But the government has print, has pr- of the inflation that's happened in the last hundred years, we have printed over 47% new money has been printed in the last year and a half. So whatever debt the pandemic has, has brought on or to you or your family, somebody has used this as a way to print money, literally print money. Now, I don't know about you, but even restaurants, that's the cool part about capitalism, right, in this sense. That restaurants and bars and, and gig workers have found a way or are started to find a way, whether it's streaming, whether it's online pickup, whether it's uh, opening up your balcony, your, your, your porches, whatever, whatever it takes. People have stayed open. Now, it's not been easy, but the, the, the government is the other side. You, you've got to close at 10. You've got to have a mask on. You got to have a mask on until you sit down. I mean, just these rules that everybody looking at each other in the restaurant doesn't want to be the first one to say, what in the hell are we doing here? Nobody's going to say anything. Because if you're against the government, you're a conspiracy theorist. If you're against something that the government makes it appear to you that they're trying to help or they're trying to uh, quill the, 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 the pandemic, You, you are going to be, you, you just kind of keep to yourself and you don't want to be the white elephant when you're sitting in a restaurant and people go to the bathroom with their masks on and come out or they go to the bar with no mask on or once they sit down, they feel like they don't have to wear a mask. Are you going to get your ass kicked at some fight because of a mask telling somebody to put a mask on? There are people that do it. We've seen it. Are you? And I would say, rationality says that you are probably a majority of the, of the people in this, in this country that I would just say, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, wear my damn mask and get the hell out of here. I'm just happy to be able to come someplace to go somewhere. (laughs) Sorry. That's That's disgusting. I can't let that one go. That's a bunny ranch. We're just glad you were able able to come back. We're just, yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the, the thing about it is, in, in all honesty, if you, right now, if you look at the left side of this, CNN, the Young Turks, if you look at the left side, they are pissed off at Biden right now so bad, they can't see straight. They can't see straight. I listened to the Young Turks today for an hour and a half trying to get an, a different perspective on, on my more conservative side. Who are the Young Turks? I don't know. Even know who they They've are. been around for about 18 years. The Young Turks are essentially the ultra left wing. So you, you would basically say Rush Limbaugh is ultra right. These guys are the other side of that. Okay. They call Rush Limbaugh nuts. He calls them nuts. That That's that's that side. So okay. they're, they're opposite of the bell curve. I like to compare everything to a bell curve. Of the bell curve, everything is on... These guys are on the ends of it. Mm. So I listen to Rush, and you fi- you got to filter this this out. When you watch something on Fox or when you watch something that is truly conservative, you know what you're watching, so you just got to take 
as much as you can learn because they're not anymore. You, you don't learn anything when you watch the news. You're told how you should feel. Nobody is giving you a perspective and saying or, or statistics or history and saying, this is what happened. Here's where we are. Here's where we are now. Make a decision. No. When you watch Fox, when you watch CNN, when you listen to Rush, when you listen to the Young Turk, when you listen, when you listen to these programs, you are being told a person's opinion and really how you should view whatever it is they're talking about. And if you don't view it that way, then you're not right. To the point where I will say this on the right, it seems more of an insinuation on the left. It's just straight out. You're a nut job. Nobody wants that except other nut jobs. Nobody wants to be told how to feel. Matter of fact, it pisses you off even more unless you just a hundred percent latch onto that and agree with what it, what is being said. Point being is because Biden didn't rolling out these $2,000 checks because he didn't sign more executive orders than 47 already. And in some cases, not reversing things that, that Trump did, but just adding to it or opening up things that were, that were gone uh, before. 47. I mean, it's unbelievable. He signed more executive orders in, 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 in one day than most presidents do in, in one, two terms. I think Obama had seven. His whole presidency. Or maybe just his first, his, it was his first day. Let's go with that. It's the most executive orders ever been signed in the history of the president. So there, this agenda was already done. This guy, and look. If you watch him talk, you are seeing a slow decline of somebody that is not going to be there. And I think that's why he's not getting a huge brunt or getting more of a barrage from these progressive liberals that that feel like he should be doing more. I honestly believe if you watch him, you cannot tell me you feel like this guy has four years in him. This isn't a joke anymore. It's not even funny. This had happened. So everybody out there that was talking about this guy's not going to make it four years. Kamala Harris is going to be the president. It, this is happening. Do you think you signed 40 executive, 47 executive orders if you think you're going to be there for the long haul? Not a chance. This agenda was set. This was already going to be done. It is happening. He is the president. He's not going to be there for four years. He got what he needed to done. And now it's just a clock time before Kamala Harris takes office. And what you're going, what you're watching now, please understand this. What the Republicans do right now is probably some of the most important, pivotal moments in the history of the country for this reason. This whole idea of power, when, when the Senate and the House both are one party, there used to be a way that things would stay stable. When Clinton was the president and the House and the Senate were both Republican, barely anything got done. I was studying politics at that point in time, reading the books. Newt Gingrich was the guy. But you watched and you waited because you knew two years that the House could change and two years after that, the Senate could change and you were going to lose this opportunity. Opportunity for what? All these things 
that even Trump talked about, of how that making this country great again and all this crap, whatever the case is, it's not about making the country great. It's about making the country continue to move forward. You're never going to, th- this idea that, that socialism will change this country or that completely getting rid of racism is going to make everybody happier or giving everybody $18 an hour is going to change everybody's life. You're, you you got to be out of your mind. It's not how it works. And everybody that goes to work or has a job and, tr- and has to work to, to survive and can't take a vacation every 15 minutes knows this. This isn't, this country is, you are, you are starting to finally see where the United States is no different than any other country. As a matter of fact, could fall faster than any other country. Hyperinflation, look it up. Try to understand a short sale. Try to understand hyperinflation that's happened in Germany, that's happened in South Africa, that's happened in Venezuela. Some cases under a socialistic situation, buddy. You ever heard of the tall, the, the the biggest guys fall the fastest? There's a reason for that. Because you feel like you feel like you you can't be touched. It's not possible to happen here. And you're wrong. You're wrong because you know why? You don't understand it. You don't understand how the government prints money. You don't understand how the government sells its inflation. You don't understand how how inflation is tied to petrodollars. You don't understand how your taxes work. Do you understand this? That the bill that they just passed, the one at the end of the year, it they made you feel like it was a coronavirus bill. That's how I felt. It wasn't a coronavirus bill. It was the year-long budget that, that there was a $900 billion part of that was Corona. Go look at any part of this. Go look at the freaking summary. It will make you sick. We just went through one of the worst years that any human being has ever seen as far as news and, and shit you've had to deal with. And there, this money, they're passing it out. People that were asking for a million got 2 million. I don't know where the, the budget deficit or, or, or the budget goes for what people talk about with the military. The, the military got, they, they're giving money for billions of dollars for a pl- one type of plane. So understand this, that budget got passed. So the fiscal budget for the year got passed. $1.2 trillion or, or $2.1 trillion. They want to pass an actual coronavirus bill, another one. That bill was 5,600 pages long. I mean, people, you can get pissed off. You can get on social media and talk about how your dog doesn't get the rights in in a homeowners association neighborhood. You can talk about uh, how, you know, you felt when uh, something, watching a a guy go into a girl's bathroom or girls can say, you know, men uh, getting into our sport can be, and, and you can watch all these other issues, but at the end of the day, it, we are, what we get is chipped away at and chipped away at, not as a freaking taxpayer, but as a human being and as somebody that has no choice to go anyplace else because it's not different anyplace else. 
Go to Canada. Go to New, New Zealand. Go to Switzerland. Go to some of these other places that everybody wants to talk about. It's they're, they're, The good things in those places, there are bad things in others. There's no perfect place. But government and people with tons of money, like Bill Gates, who's, who literally said, <laughs> this is going to, this is a, just a mind boggling, it's mind boggling. Gates, this is just recent. Gates touts he calls for mega testing diagnostic pla- diagnostic platforms, which which means he he'll be capable of testing twenty percent of the entire population every week. This is something he's been working for for years and years. Not just him, but Schwab and 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 Kennedy and 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 all these mega billionaires. This is something that has been planned for decades. The people after World War II that separated the, the two countries, Russia and the United States, and split everything up, that wasn't the countries. That wasn't the governments. Those people are dead and gone. This has been set up by a group of people that knew that knew how to play the game for the long haul. He promises plenty of new vaccines due to the mRNA, meaning we're going to get vaccines out faster. Fauci just said the new strand that's only 56, that the vaccine's 57% effective for, we're going to start making booster shots. So imagine that. You just got this vaccine, which has been making your hair turn gray to decide whether or not to even get it in the first place. Again, everything in life is a bell curve. So you've got some people that's like, I will take that vaccine. I'll take it right up my hind end if they give it to me that way, however they tell me. Then you got the other people that are like, I'll never take that vaccine. They're trying to kill me and, and, and gr- I'm growing a tail. And then you got the rest of us who are, don't know what the hell to think because none of this makes any sense. That all of a sudden in six months you can just roll out a vaccine. This vaccine was sitting someplace and just got a revamp of billions of dollars to get out now. And then when virus when a virus does what it does and mutates, this vaccine isn't going to be the case. People, this is going to go on. This is now the new flu. The flu doesn't matter anymore. Nobody's scared of the flu except if you're 75 and get pneumonia. The same thing with the coronavirus. But Bill Gates has got you. Bill Gates has been wanting to put this system into play for years and years and years. And now the door is completely opened. Joe Biden says science, science, science. Well, you know what? When you own the scientists, when you pay for the, the studies, when you even if it's not your name that's directly on the door, where do you think this money comes from? The same people that are doing the research and paying for it, whether indirectly or directly, are the same people that own the media. Rupert Murdoch, Bill Gates, the guy, the CNN guy. These people own the media and also fund all this research that's getting done, telling you that you need to be vaccinated and, and getting tested every five minutes. This is happening. He wants to do it. He quoted a letter in a letter, Bill Gates' forum letter. He quoted Winston Churchill and saying, this is not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end, but it is perhaps the end of the beginning. If that doesn't make you want to go get a gun and just blow your own head off just to get the hell out of this place, I don't know what does. This, well, Bill, Winston Churchill is talking about war. And mass killing.
after some of the biggest atrocities in the in the history of this world of people of people being literally picked up like they were in an episode of an alien movie and and just mass genocide from Russia to Germany to 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 uh, freaking Israel We're going to quote Winston Churchill against the epidemic and, and vaccination of people for a, a virus. It's just getting you ready and prepared. Now, you can look at this as conspiracy. You can look at this however you want. The bottom line is it's happening. It is happening. I'm not making this up. I'm not. It's not even my opinion. It's like, what the hell do I do now? Okay, so what? Bill Gates wants to test 20% of the population every time there's a, a, a pandemic, and he wants to make sure you're vaccinated, and when that, that, when that virus changes, we're going to booster shot you? Because now we can spread that, now we can put out a vaccine so fast that it does, you, you, you just do it at that point. You just do it. Because you're so scared of dying or 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 being in the middle of this situation, you just want to live your life and not worry about these things that you've already have so much shit to worry about. The last thing you want to do is just be trying to take care of kids or, or, or have a business with employees and you get a virus that is either man-made or, or created, you know, has sped up because we're trying, because people are trying to fix it. The pain of the past year will be seared into people's thinking for a generation. We're not getting back to normal anytime soon. Social media companies should crack down on evil conspiracy theories who suggest elites are continually profiteering and elevating their wealth and positions through global health crises. Okay. Now what? If he was doing that, if Bill Gates was doing exactly that, forget about the other fact that he is part of a project right now that is going to basically put satellites in the air that's going to allow Microsoft to be able to see and do hear you anytime they want, anywhere you are, including the bathroom. They want to make sure that, that people go into the, the right bathroom, I guess. I, I don't know. But, th- but that's happening too. Bill Gates can pretty much do whatever he wants. You, you want to know why? Because whether you're capitalist or socialist or totalitarian or whatever in the hell you are, it doesn't matter. Money, people want money. And on a bell curve of that, there are people that don't want any money that are sitting in the mountains of Tibet in a robe. And then there are people that want more money and will kill anybody that gets in their way to get it. And then there's the rest of us who just wants enough money to feel however it is they want to feel thinking that that's going to get them there. People want money. So you don't have to be a part of a government because if the United States, all of a sudden you woke up tomorrow and and a fairy waved the wand and now all of a sudden everybody's got Corona money and no, there are no more racists and there are no more white supremacists and there are no more uh, whatever the litany of shit that every day you hear about another type of, of, of group. If all that was just changed, the one thing that isn't going to change is the is power and money and bill gates has all of it and rupert murdoch has all of it and and charles schwab has all of it and these guys will do whatever they want to do and they will make you feel however you need to feel 
to let them do that. This is not me spouting conspiracy. This is what happens. The Bilderberg, the, 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 the summit that happens every year with all the billionaires in the world explaining how they're going to change how things are. This happens every day, every month, every year. And it happens with people that you'll never associate with or even understand what the hell they're thinking because you have to be on a different level. That's the thing about money. It is a completely 3D chessboard because you, if you really think about it, if I turned, if, if you were making 80 grand a year or 50 grand a year and all of a sudden I turn around, it happens to lotteries all the time. 97% of the people that win the lottery go broke at some point in, in their time after they get this money. You it, Having a lot of money is its own, it's, it's, a, it's a business. And having billions of dollars and trusting people to deal with it, you have to trust people to deal with it. It's its own thing. Call in if you want to. And, you know, just tell me to shut the hell up. I don't I don't care. I think I, the number's up there, 808-707-8108. Uh, uh, call in and uh, talk about it. We're giving away the stereo system tonight, everybody, uh, the long-awaited car stereo system. Uh, you can, uh, uh, we're going to give it away to, to some of the people that subscribed uh, to How Valid Validity and Chris Weaver Band. Uh, and we're going to give that away this evening. Lewis Bryce is supposed to be on the show tonight for the musical guest, um, but because things have moved progressively back, uh, as far as time on bars, I think they moved his time slot down to where he played tonight. So we're still we're still up in the air, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, good times. Aurora Nutriscience, the true liposomal supplement. So if you haven't watched the movie that is. Uh, AOC, uh, I, I I say AOC because I say it, uh, I say your name, real name, like kind of like the Jizzlene or Gesslin, whatever the hell her name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is this is kind of I wanted so much has been thrown out about the Capitol riot, okay, and, and and in sense that a lot of things don't make any sense. Number one, coming into this. Two or three days before, Congress was ready and prepared or preparing to negate the electors from the Electoral College from, from voting for Biden. There were people lined up, seven, eight, that had a, had a case that were going to do this. That was going to happen. Now, what has to happen in that situation is this. Somebody that didn't want Trump back or a group realized that these people were going to cause more of a problem and that maybe, just maybe, Trump could get back into office. Something happened here. Why I say that is this. If you've ever been to the Capitol, if you've ever been to the Capitol, it is military-grade A1. You better not drop the wrong color handkerchief because they see everything you do. They are listening. They are watching Things are going, you are going to get, it's almost like, do you feel lucky, punk? AOC has gotten this idea to where she speaks for not only herself, but her constituency, people that agree with her, and other people of Cong in, in Congress. 
obviously. I'm going to start you out with this, and it's very important because I want you to understand that what I'm going to play you right now is something that she said last summer that takes on six months of, of, of her sentiments and what was going on last year. So I want you to think about what was going on last year with New York and Detroit and places in California and Missouri. Think about what was going on, and here's what she's saying about New York City police and the uptick in crime in the middle of June, okay? This is, this is, this is what she says. Are, are, you, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Don't compare the uptick in crime in New York City after, sh- after police officers getting shot in the head, sitting in their police car. Do not compare this to a woman who needs a loaf of bread. That's not what's causing the uptip- uh, uptick in crime. You, you crazy. And, and I got to be honest with you. There are services for that. But the, I can promise you there's not a woman with a baby in her arm and a, and a shotgun going into a convenience store to get a loaf of bread. That's not what crime it, this is. Just like it's not the crime that's happening that's destroying Chicago right now. This is criminals who know they can get away with more and do. This is people like Antifa and all these other riders and crazies that we watched burn all the parts of this country down last year under the name of racism and, and, and police brutality. And, and it's easy, isn't it, when you sit in Washington, D.C., to talk about other people. Think about this. What about the people that have had to deal with living in these places who aren't even protesting? Why is that important? Listen to what she says about the police. And I did not. Data a couple weeks ago that. She- right. So basically, we're going to blame it on the police. We're going to blame it on the police. You're not going to let the police do their job. You're going to have you're going to give police officers all these problems and talk about all the things they can no longer do because of whatever. And granted, those things, some of those things are not good. And some of those things have to be changed. But you cannot just come out all of a sudden on something that is important as having a police officer. Because I'll tell you this, I don't care if you hate every freaking police officer for no reason other than something that they did to you or your family, and you hate them so freaking bad that you would just as soon knife one as to look at one. I promise you, if you are, if your house is getting robbed, 911 is going to be the first phone call. That's why you can't come out and just bash the police and just start trying to tear this system down in two months that's been happening for 50, 60 years. People, we've known this crap is bad because how many movies have you seen with the mob and every other damn thing about crooked cops and this? It is not a majority of police officers. But to come out and just be against cops all of a sudden and then tie their hands behind their back and make them feel like shit and afraid to go do their job, that's going to cause an uptick in crime. And I'm, it's not me 20-some-odd people a, a weekend are getting killed up in Chicago. Hundreds, four, 400% more in New York. You don't think that has to do with how you treat a police officer? What about the good cops who are doing their job and, and want to just try to make everybody safe and understand that you're going to have to take some shit and this is how life works? You just made those guys not even want to go to work. The guys you need. Why is this important? 
40. Guess how many square miles in Washington, D.C., the Capitol Police are responsible for? How many square miles? How many square miles? Uh, 20,000. Square miles. Miles. I don't know. 20,000 square miles. I don't know. I'm sorry. 2,000. Two two square miles. We'll see. Now, 2,000 is funny. There are 2,000 officers for this place. Okay? The budget is $460 million for 2,000 just officers. This isn't army people. This isn't. This is people that this is what they do. They guard two square miles. That's why this is crazy. Because there was maybe four people there when, when all this stuff started and, and people started marching towards that place, even though everybody knew about it and everybody knew that people were coming over there. There was nobody there. $460 million. I want you to put, I want to put this in perspective. Okay. That's $230,000 per officer per year for two square miles in New York city where she wants to take less money. They have 51,000 officers in a $6 billion budget. That's $117,000 per officer for 460 square miles. The point I'm trying to make is that maybe these budgets are bloated in these in some of these larger cities. Maybe that's the case. But the issue really is what and truthfully Democrats and people on the on the left are trying to make that capital issue about what they're trying to do using that as an engine is not right. This was a bad mistake. This was a, a, a mishap of, of unbelievable proportions, okay? No question about it. But why? I don't know about you, but the police in any place, they just don't come when they feel like it. You just don't show up when you feel like it, right? You're supposed to. It's a job, so you show up. So there, where was everybody at? Where was the organization that usually happens for these type of events? None of that was there. The Capitol Police are some of the, not only the best funded, but just the equipment, everything that they have at their disposal. So, AOC uses her 5.7 million Twitter followers to then start a process of videos from angry to I'm... I'm so pissed to more of a, I almost died to i I'm going to bring out, I was sexually molested. I, I'd be interested to know a psycho, a psychologic evaluation. And I, and here's why I bring this up. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go through this and I'm going to explain why this is important, not for just her reasoning, but in general for, for the United, for people, for, for citizens. Uh, at first, the NYPD, they, they went out and they said, okay, this uptick in crime is happening. I did not go to the secure location because I feared um, other members of Congress. Uh, at first, uh, the yeah. NYPD, they, they went out and they said, okay, this uptick in crime is happening because of bail reform, because of all of these reforms that we had now. Wait, well, but, but they, they just released. Okay, so I need, I need 2A. 
Is 2A right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, at first, the NYPD, they, they went out and they said, okay, this uptick in crime is happening because of because bail, of bail reform. reform. Because of all I'm losing my, I'm losing my stuff. Okay. Let me explain. I am, we, I have made a system for myself for which I don't understand. Uh, basically, I am my own government is what I am. Okay. I labeled them exactly how you I know you did. <laughs> That's why I need this one. Okay. I did, not, I did not go to the secure location because I feared um, other members of Congress uh, that, you know, you know that, that would. Oh, forget it. Can you play it? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. So just give me one B. Okay. Okay. But we, but also, we also saw a dereliction of duty and a betrayal of our country and a betrayal of the oath that we swear. And that is why I have demanded the resignations of Senators Ted Cruz, Senators Josh Hawley, um, Majority Leader, Republican Majority, or rather Republican Minority Leader in the House, um, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, um, along with, with many others. Here's a, now the second term congressperson demanding the resignations of senators. Number one, knowing full well, everything, a lot of things she does understand this. When, when you watch an empty room and somebody's talking in it, you ever, you ever seen C-SPAN when you, when you're watching some, uh, a, a senator or congressperson and they're speaking to a completely empty room. Now, granted, some people are listening on the closed circuit television, but a lot of this stuff is made to go on the record, right? You are saying something that can be used either by you or somebody else in the future that you, and, and quote you as saying that so on the record, right? So a lot of times she says things like this to show that she's going on the record to say, I did this, knowing it's not going to happen. So if you ever wonder why that, that, that happens, that's why, that's why. This is unbelievable. I don't know if you've ever taken an acting class. Part of the acting class is you take a script and you record yourself in the mirror. Or you, or you do the script in the mirror to get your facial expressions. Have you ever just talked to yourself or even when you're recording yourself on your phone and you're like, okay, this was more than I could ever. It's no, in no way, shape or form would you ever talk to somebody face-to-face -face like this. This is a problem with this social media and, and, and these recordings of, of people sitting in their car, just lose it, melting down. You, you lose this perspective on, on the feedback that you get when you try to explain something to somebody on, on how you feel about something. That's why you get nut jobs that are talking by themselves because there's nobody in the room. There's nobody looking at them. There's nobody to gauge, am I saying something that is, that is off or should I say it differently or am I losing my shit? You ever been in an argument and you just looked at the person you're arguing with and you're like, I, I'm, I'm going too far. And you have to make a decision on, do I keep drilling this home or do I stop now and just say, chill out for a second? But there's none of that. So she's not talking to anybody, talking to everybody. Because the, 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 it's almost like an act. It's almost like a, a, a dramatization of what's, of what's going on. Now, 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 Andy, I would like to have 2B, please. 2B. Okay. Or not to be. And I do not know if I can even disclose the full details of that event due to security concerns. 
but I can tell you that I had a very close encounter where I thought I was going to die. Um, and you have all of those thoughts um, where, you know, at the end of your life and all of these thoughts come rushing to you. So this is the second phase. The first phase is I'm pissed off, mad as hell. I want everybody fired or out of here. That doesn't, that, that, that was, that said anything that wasn't, these people all should go to hell. Now we're calmed down a little bit. Now we're going to take it to a little step down, right? Who we got on the phone? Well, let's find out. I think we got, uh, let's see, we got uh, Stacy from Ohio. I'm pretty sure. Hello, you're on How Valid is Validity. Can you hear us? Hey there. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. How are you, Stacy? Am I, did I piss you off? Did I, did I piss, her, piss you off? No. no. No, I'm not pissed at all. No, I do want to say, I just want to say one thing that I, I really believe that the quote unquote capital riot wasn't really a riot. And I don't know if you've seen the video or not, but the police literally opened the door and let people in. They were kind of just waving people in. So, you know, it's the, the whole thing was a setup. So that the Democrats could scream, "Oh, look at the look at the crazy right!" You know, it was an insurrection. I I it, I, it, I, it, I agree. I agree. The problem with this situation is this: in 2018, the Democrats uh, for the Kavanaugh hearing they they stormed too and went inside. It wasn't it, in some cases. It wasn't something. It's not necessarily something you can do. Is to stop you know thousands of people from you know uh, one guy's not going to stop a gang rush right that that's not the point you know it, the issue is do we stop it before it even gets to that point do we make do we put the fences up when we know that there's going to be thousands of people in front or around the capitol do we not take these precautions now i mean so if you're a police officer this is a good question and a police officer would need to tell me but if you had a thousand people trying to bang down the door what what do you do in that in that regard do you do you Well, I don't think that I don't think you open the door and let people in. I don't think that's the answer. I don't think that you remove barricades so that people can, you know, stroll on by. I, I don't think you have somebody at the back door letting you know, letting people in there. They had a congressman go to the back door and open open up the door and let people in. Was that really? Was that a Democrat all, or a Republican? It's all a farce. It's all a farce. I think I think it's kind of interesting too that the, you know of all the people that got that broke into that place and of all the people of course it's going to be the guy painted up like he's going to a Texans game. I, I, you know, it's nobody like, would ever be able to explain to me what that was. You kidding me? Like th that seems so like staged. Like they're trying so hard to make these people look like fanatic maniacs, right? And it's like you mean to tell me that that's the guy that they get on film in the Capitol, like. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I did not hear. I haven't heard more stories about. She felt like they were trying to literally assassinate her and, and a handful of other legislators. Is is that is that real? I mean, I, I, I cannot find no. that. Right. So again, it's just it's her saying whatever she wants to say. Prefacing, she prefaces this whole statement by saying, "I don't even know if I can tell you really what happened because of security reasons." Basically, when you say that, you ba anything that you say after that is just your opinion. If, if you, Correct. if right, so it'd be like if me and you get into an argument, and and I was actually in, I was on boots on the ground, and I tell you like, look, I can't tell you exactly what happened. 
I can't tell you exactly how it went down because of security. But let me tell you this. Are you going to feel the same about what I've what I've got to say? Absolutely not. Right. So so but if for her it's okay. I, I don't get it. You want some vitamins? I'm going to give you some vitamins. You win. I, I don't <laughs> I win? Yeah, you what win. Did I win? You win. Uh, well, if you don't need vitamins, you win whiskey. That's what we give here. <laughs> Either vitamins or whiskey, is it? Yeah, vitamins with whiskey. I'll send you both. Vitamin C and, and whiskey. Just drink one before the other and you should be fine. Well, that sounds fabulous. So let me ask you this. Obviously, you're a very liberal person. You're very left wing. <laughs> me? Oh, so, yeah. How did you feel Plus about demon How did you did you did you vote by mail or did you go in and vote? Oh, in person. How did you feel doing it? Like what what it, did you feel un, uneasy? Did it feel like you were an American? Did you did you feel like I don't know if my vote's going to count? This doesn't seem right. I mean, how how did you feel when you when when you went and voted in in Ohio? I felt like a patriotic American casting my vote. And any, pro I, any I, problems in your precinct? I live in, I live in small town, Ohio. So, you know, there weren't big lines and, and everything. It was just, it, it was really easy. <laughs> right. But I'm saying like, were there any problems with your precinct or with your, uh, after the fact, were they, were they talking about where you vote as a problem or any, or any kind of, uh, of uh, mischief, mischief? No, I, you know, I think that if um, 5,000 people cast their vote at my precinct, I'd be surprised it was that many people. I got you. I got you. It's interesting. Yeah, we're in, we're in a very, very red area, so. Interesting. There were Trump signs at, at every house. <laughs> well, again, it's just something that this whole Capitol thing, for instance, is just something that me and you get to talk about because we're not going to be able to know or to do anything about it. I mean, and that's just part of talking, right? And that's what right. and that's what pisses me off more than anything in the world. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> you never. You can't. People will get so mad at this, not, and and so pissed off, and so whatever, and 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 it's not fair because you you don't even know. You ever been mad at something and then found out once once other information come out, you're like, oh shit, uh, I was wrong. You, you know, you know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, and that's that is a real issue. With, with these types of situations because, you know, in a year from now, you could find out it was Republicans actually trying to kill somebody or it was, you know, or the damn thing was a complete, uh, you know, Democrats wanted uh, wanted this to happen and, and facilitated it and you were 100% right. And then how do you feel? Nothing. You just got to get up the next morning and go work. I mean, it just, it blows my mind. That's why I do the show is just to be able to express how I feel about things that, <laughs> that uh, really just, Daisy, do you have any good uh, nuggets, uh, conspiracy nuggets or anything cool, oh, yeah. cool that you've come up with lately yeah. that you've dug up? Conspiracy. You know, um, I've been kind of laying low here for the last two or three weeks. You know, the, the whole Q thing kind of fell apart, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, they're 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 revamping yeah. to get to uh, to to. It's kind of like the people that say the world's going to end, and then that day that ha comes and goes and it doesn't end, they go, "Well, what we really meant was." <laughs> Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything new in the in the queue in the queue realm, but it would seem a bit ridiculous how it all went down, and then 
after, you know, like I, I looked at it for like the day of the inauguration and maybe like a day or two after I looked at Q stuff and just to see what they were saying. And they're like, oh, it's still going to happen. There's going to be the military is going to take over and nothing, nothing happened. Nothing's going to happen. Joe Biden is the president. Yeah, for I mean, for, at least for a year, at least for a year. And then we're gonna have our sure. first. And then we're gonna have our first woman president. I, I think it's. I think the yeah. earth. I think the earth is tilted exactly the way it should be. <laughs> I think the earth's tilted exactly how it should be. I've been having women for tell what? me. I've been having women tell me what to do for years and years and years. This is not going to be any different for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. As as a woman, I'm not excited about having a woman president. I, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. I mean, the, the, it worked out pretty good in the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. I don't know that there's always that issue with, and I, I don't know if you were one of those type of people before, but if what, what is it? If the if women would just rule the world, we'd be in a better place. I mean, do you do you believe that? No. Oh, okay. No, well. I don't. Women are way, women are way too emotional, and typically think emotionally and don't think logically. All right, now That's listen. That that was I did not say that, and so I just want to be on the record that that did not come out of my mouth. That that was a biological woman that just made that statement. You are a biological woman. Damn correct? straight. Okay, good deal. Damn straight. All right, good deal. Well, I love you, and we're going to send you some whiskey. Fantastic. Thank you much. Oh no, thank you love for you listening. Too. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. See, that's what you need sometimes. It's just somebody to calm you down and bring you down to a place where it just makes some sense. You give them some whiskey. All right, I'm going to continue and finish this. Where was I at? So now I need 3B. 3B. And um, these folks who are just trying to tell us to move on are just like pulling the page. They're using the same tactics of every other abuser who just tells you to move on, of that man who touched you inappropriately at work telling you to move on, are they gonna believe you? Or the adult who, you know, if they hurt you when you were a child and you grow up and you confront them about it and they try to tell you that what happened never happened. Or, um, you know, the countless people who tell women and non-binary people that, you know, they're constantly trying to get attention um, just for existing and just for saying that they exist. Like, these are the tactics of abusers. <laughs> what, the, I, what, I, what? I mean... I want attention for just existing. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, that you can see the the difference. She, to the to the to the dress, how she comes down the line, and changes her demeanor and the way she talks about this, and she talks about it for other people. You have you can she can't tell you what happened, but. She can feel you to death. And you just, and then you're not allowed to say anything about that. I'm not disagreeing with that. That has absolutely zero to do about 
getting Ted, Ted Cruz's resignation. How about tell us what happened? How about telling us where the, the where the where the crap came from, so that you don't have people that watch a video and are, are think they get their idea based on the fact they think everybody was just let in the place. How about telling us about that, so that you don't have people out there running around talking about this situation that was so traumatic for you, in 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 such a bad light, and using it as as a political tool. But it's not going to, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing, you you sit there and listen to it. It hits all the new, major news networks. Nobody's talking about, the, this This was on for three days. This blew up. This was, you know why? Because the, the media misses, they miss the drama. There was a woman on, on CNN or Young Turks or something the other day that was literally saying, I don't, I don't miss the drama, but I miss it a little bit. That, that's the feeling. CNN's numbers went down 44% after the presidential election. You can't tell me that this, everybody knows it has something to do with that. Everybody knows money talks, money talks. That's the point. So whether you're, whether you believe in socialism or capitalism or whatever the case is, not as long as money is going to be made by a certain group of people, those people are going to do whatever they have to do, even if it is telling you whatever they need or think they got to tell you for you to watch them and to deal with them and to vote for them and to whatever. Because you're too fucking tired of trying to go out and trying to understand every issue that's put in front of you. Try You cannot wake up one day and understand what a trans person feels or a black person feels or a woman feels or a man in a certain type of job feels or a person that's, that, you know, uh, uh, just uh, not an uh, unnormal person, whatever the hell that is. You can't do this every day and try to understand everybody's feelings. It's not possible. What about your feelings? What type of person are you that your feelings are getting met? If you're not indigenous or if you're not a certain type of person or somebody that's not in the right body, what the hell are we doing here? Don't you know white men don't have feelings? It's not even about white men anymore. This has nothing to do with white men anymore. All right. Well, forget it. You just hurt my feelings. Exactly. Now you quit. I quit. No, you won't. Watch this. Oh, man. Just blackness. <laughs> See what happens okay, when I'm gone? I'm telling you right See what now. See what happens when I'm gone? I'm you. you know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what's really funny? Is uh, if you go to, I have uh, <laughs> the funny papers folder. <laughs> the, the oh, yeah. Funny, I'm going to lighten up. I'm going to lighten these things up for a minute before I, before I move on. Uh, listen, everybody, I, I don't know. French bulldogs are a big thing, and everybody's always talking about French bulldogs. I even bought one. I, they're so damn cute, right? And then when I get it's, it, it, it's like stock. Once you find out about it and get one, it's too late. Somebody, they've already moved on to a different type of, of dog. I don't know what, I, I think this dog has a name that sounds like a name. It's like a, uh, excuse me, Terry or, or a, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's just damn ugly. It, it, it's so ugly. It's just, it's, it's, I can't even tell you. But my God, somebody made this high pitch voice. And, and they put it with these dogs with these outfits. And it's got to be one of the funniest things. Whenever I'm feeling blue, I watch this. Can you play him? My mom's going to love this. I had so many cute outfits planned for this year that I couldn't wear. So I just wanted to show you. <laughs> See this? I love it. I couldn't wear it. Love it. Couldn't wear it. <laughs> this, love it. Couldn't wear it. 
love it, couldn't wear it. And this was supposed to be my cute costume, but no. In a really long time since I went out. <laughs> Look at the okay, face. Look at the okay, lips. So there's these. Is it too much? What about this? Is this too much? This kind of feels like a lot. <laughs> now I know this is a little risky. But is it? Yeah, this is too much. Now, you know, I mean, that voice, <laughs> the voice is what makes it, right? Obviously. I mean, you can watch the dog in the outfits, but my God, the voice. And Andrea sounds just like that. She does sound like that. I love it. I could not wear it. I love it. I could not wear it. I think I, she sounds so much like it that I, I've repeated the voice so many times that now she doesn't even laugh at it. She gets upset. She quits talking, which means she's done. Mm. She's done. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, essentially, um, well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a little bit of a break. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, because the next one's even funnier than, than the one we just talked about. I got really upset. I'm sweating profusely. Uh, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much. Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity. Odyssey Amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz. Marine and Car Audio. Hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group. Let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience True Liposymol Supplements. Guidance Whiskey. Look for guidance. Cartronics. Customize your ride. Sony Mobile Car Audio 2.0. Modern Media Geeks. Be found, be relevant, be on point. Chris Weaver Band Live and Streaming Entertainment. How valid is the validity? Wednesday nights, seven central, eighty students. Working now. Okay. Um. Yeah, bring him on. Who do we got? Can you hear us? Are you there, caller? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Um. Oh, uh, just you know, living in Nebraska. I, I heard you guys chatting during the break, so you might want to get that fixed. I I, I hope. Oh, no, that's that, on the air, I guess. No, that's not on the air. No, that's, no, no. That's you okay. Can, that's okay. No, we knew. We knew. We know. Um. Yeah. No, I'm just you know living in the bus. I'm I'm in Nebraska. I'm the, the big redhead guy. You know, I, I like calling into you guys because it's it's something to do living out here in the wilderness. <laughs> oh well, if it's just something to do. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't have like I don't have like cable TV out here. So when Wednesday comes around, like I missed you guys. I I didn't catch you last week. And then I missed you for like two months, and I was like, "Man, you didn't miss anything." Hey, TV. you didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. Here it is. You know, we're, we're it, it's the same crap I was doing before. It's just more of it now, in a, in a prettier room, bigger desk, bigger desk, bigger desk. I need to send you another bottle. Well, I, have you I finished? Love it. I have, love you, the, have you love finished that reason. whiskey yet? Like you guys, have, you guys are doing well, huh? Oh Thanks. well, I mean, you know, we try, we try. We just we're trying to make the best show that we possibly can. That's pretty much the same as all other shows for you to enjoy. <laughs> for you to enjoy. Well, no, I, I really dig it, and you know, I'm, I just I, it's like you know Wednesday nights. I I'm like, oh no, I got to kind of clear my schedule because <laughs> I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna sit in front of the projector in my bus and watch the. Uh, well, ne oh, hey, listen. Next week, next week, right next week's going to be a big show. You definitely want to uh, clear your schedule. We got Dustin Lynch as our musical guest, and Ward Gunther from Apple Music and Whiskey Jam is going to be here. So that's going to be a, a great show. And we started. We uh, we're going to add a music segment now. So we're, you know, you're going to get a little song at the end, and it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Nice, right? Huh? Trying to yeah, get trying to give the people that. what they want. You might get a little music today if 
Yeah, I mean, if, if he Lewis shows is up. here on time, who in the hell knows? Uh, we, we might just keep oh, okay. this one going until eleven thirty. You you cool for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm okay. If you got three or ten too, you know, I'm, I'm good with that too. Well, I tell you what, but I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some more whiskey too because uh, you probably ran out. Uh, did you get the last bottle, or did I send you one? I, I don't think I, I. You sent me a stereo, which was totally fucking awesome. That goes in the pickup. <laughs> so um, I cannot wait. Uh, cannot wait. I, I I just I just got done flipping a house out here and. So once uh, once it sells, we've got some offers in on it. Once it sells, uh, I'm going to put a new engine in my in my '87 Toyota. Well, that's great. Hilux. Well, you got up. you got a nice radio though. That's and, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have a touchscreen with a DVD player in there. I can't wait. <laughs> well, listen, thank you. I, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, yeah go. I got that. But yeah, I, just, I never got any whiskey. But I'm going to send like, you some. Coolest thing ever to come in the mail was stereo. Like. Holy cow. Well, that's awesome. what, thanks for Sony for giving us the stereos to send to you. We appreciate them too. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna, thanks, I, Sony. I'm, I'm going to send you out that whiskey and, uh, and call me and let me know how you like it. Absolutely. We'll do uh, I'm a whiskey drinker. I got a, I got a whiskey barrel, so I'll probably split it and, <laughs> and drink half of it straight and put the other half in my oak barrel. Oh my God! Well, listen. Did you want to say something about the AOC thing? Because I'm about to ready to jump into the Joe Biden stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I like. I don't know. Lately, uh, I'm just I'm so frustrated with politics because, like, I mean, you can't. You really can't trust any of them at, at all, even a little bit, and. They're all just like earlier you were talking about, you know, money and how Bill Gates does whatever he wants. And they're all owned by that. So at, at the end of the day, you know, until Reddit really brings down Wall Street, we're really just trapped. And <laughs> that, that's I, an interesting. I, I don't know if your vote really matters or not. It probably doesn't. Like it's it's all predetermined would be my assumption when it comes to politics. Like, yeah. You know, everything's predetermined and they make it look like a closed race and Americans are all up in arms and we storm the Capitol or we burn our own communities down or whatever. But at the end of the day, I get the feeling that that's, there's an underlying pile of money that just controls everything we see <laughs> and therefore we want to kill each other over it. <laughs> well, listen, it, so, it's, it's great to hear from you and stick around because you're going to love this next segment. Absolutely, All absolutely. Right. I just, Thanks, I man. just dig calling in and saying that no. you guys fucking rule, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I love love getting that opportunity. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk Sorry to you soon. It. I'll send you out the whiskey. Uh, awesome, man. Sorry about the language. Thanks, uh, guys. Man. Don't worry about it. All good. We'll see you next time. Thanks, brother. <laughs> no, yeah. I think I, I I think I dropped the f bomb there. You once. did. You said the f word a little Boy, bit. Boy, I got I got heated. I got heated. I thought you were supposed to beep that out. Uh, yeah, well, I, well, we could just add that to the list. Uh, things just put it on. And, and listen, by the way, Andy, I got you something. I got you something. Who'd you um, give me? I got you. I know how much you, you don't like wearing masks. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to order Andy one of these cool, uh, welder's masks. Thanks. No, <laughs> listen. So I was late night, you know, I, I stay up till three or four in the morning watching stuff. And I saw these masks on online and I, and you know, and, and, and theoretically, the people wearing them make them look so fun and enjoyable. And you're like, God, it's not those cotton masks. And I can, I feel like I could leave that on more and maybe even sing 
Dude, this is just a huge chunk of plastic. Yeah. It, Those commercials, you know, they put this on. Now you I'm, can play I'm telling tennis. you right now, you could paint this black and use it for a Batman mask. Now you Halloween. can play now you can play bocce with your grandson. <laughs> these this will cut your ears off. This will cut your ears off. That's these are these. This is three hundred pounds of plastic right here. Four hundred pounds of plastic in the front, and not only that, you can see all the stuff that you spit out. Mm. Yeah, you can tell where somebody eats. Mm. Love that. The other thing is, speaking of spit, look what Tyler got me for Christmas. What is that? This is an ancestry.com DNA test. Oh, so let's look at this real quick. I want to. I was gonna. I want to open this up. Okay. You know, we've talked, I don't know if you were with me last year or not, uh, if that was a Parker segment, but we talked about companies that, that basically these things hardly tell you shit, right? They don't we tell did, you much. Yeah, we did talk about a little bit of that. Right. Yeah. So they tell you about enough to make you feel good about spending the 30 bucks on it and like you're getting something, but really the, 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 the people that are getting these are, are getting a lot of information um and 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 making drugs with them and and all all kinds of crazy stuff you reading about but hundreds you know hundreds and hundreds of people millions of people uh do these things all the time um and i can't okay let me i just want to see what's in it i want to see like you literally spit in something and send it in okay here we go okay there it is i spit in that tube yeah it's this little thing look they give you this little cool bag a collection bag my mom got <coughs> my mom got me one of those couple years ago did you did you do it i did do it yeah did. so somebody's got your dna on they have my dna that's it they're not the only people that have my dna though 30 bucks uh to to be told that you're just some european melungeon i mean can't you talk to your grandma or your mom and ask her like uh, you know what where did i come from uh cotton eye joe i mean can't you just i don't know i'm trying to figure out or understand like what the is that a <laughs> eric Eric White says, is that a jock cup? <laughs> Man, Eric, I wish this was a jock cup. I wish this was my jock cup. You could have a party in that. I mean, you could sh you could cut these off and use this as a shovel in the sand. This is the real deal. Well, all in one. You can dig your own grave once you get COVID. <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have some jokes uh, and, and just, just one joke I was going to give you. But you got to show off my Christmas present. I got you. Oh yeah, God dang it! <laughs> Andy got me this thing. I'm sorry, dude. I wanted to like tell people last night. This is a how valid is the validity? Uh, uh, Mike, uh, uh, they call them flags. Flags, right? Mike and flag. so it has the show logo on it. You can see right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta say, that's way better than Tyler's gift because <laughs> I don't want to spit on it. I want it nice and clean. Well, you are a little bit probably. That's collecting DNA as well. Boy, I tell you what, we've said a lot of stuff that probably could go either way. Go either way. Oh my God. Okay, so listen, Siri. Okay, if you ask Siri, "Why am I single?" Uh, she acts. She activates the front camera. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna really? move on to. The <laughs> no way. Hold on. Let's see. I'm gonna try it. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. That's what I was like. Oh. I don't know. Try it out. I wonder what she does say, though. Let's see. Come on. Ask her why you're single. Why am I single? She she tapes your phone calls. She could probably tell you. Uh, that's stupid. If you're looking for someone to show a little love right now, might I humbly suggest yourself? You deserve it. You know what, Andy? That is, that is some dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb stuff. Alexa, <laughs> why am I single? 
What did she say? I don't know. I couldn't hear. Alexa, why am I single? Oh, maybe it's because I'm too awesome to share with anyone else. At least she's got a good that's, joke. That's better than self-love. Well, now that science is back at the White House, uh, it's important to uh, it's important to understand. Th- this is this is something I talk about on a regular basis, which is this: if you've ever been in a relationship, uh, do you know? Do you remember those times when you're with somebody and you're having a problem, and you sit down and it's a repetitive problem, it's a residual problem, I guess is a better word. And you have a conversation and you keep having the same conversation over and over. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. this is gonna, we're going to fix this. And a week or two goes by and it, and it probably, probably, you know, for a week or two or maybe a month, it's better. Right? I, I, not all the time. Sometimes you can deal with this with the right person. But, but if you're with usually the wrong person, you have this situation where you just keep having these same problems over and over and over again. Okay. That's what I want to do with with Joe Biden running for president and Joe Biden now. Understand this. I'm not picking on Democrats. I'm picking on a couple of people that have put themselves on a platform of which I do not necessarily uh, stand. Now, do I want the temperature to be correct? Do Do I want it to be to where I can mow my grass in the middle of January? Do I think there's something a little bit wrong with that? Yes, I do. I do not think... That me going outside and having a week to plant flowers in the middle of January is probably a good thing in Tennessee or West Virginia. Granted, there's also other issues, bugs that need to die. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. It's, it's scaring me a little bit or, or making me feel like, are, are we doing this or questioning this? Yes. Looking into it a little bit more? Absolutely. Changing my opinion? Yes. Fiscally conservative, that's where I stand. And then from there... I'm an issue-based person, smaller government libertarian type person. I mean, you can, most people are like that. Joe Biden has ridden a bus for 35 years that finally dropped him off at the White House as the president of the United States. This man has been running for office for the president of the United States for 33 years, 35 years. He was one of the youngest senators in the history of the United States in Delaware. And about six years after that, he was running for president. He wasn't able to do it over and over because if you go back and listen, you will understand. But we didn't. And learning from history is not something that Americans are necessarily the greatest at. Changing it to shitting back? Absolutely. Forget Trying to forget about it by changing it? Yes. Last year, last year, middle of the year, uh, maybe April, Joe Biden does an interview. So I I need to go to uh, Joe One, please. Joe One. Not that there's any clear answer that you're going to make this all go away, but the idea that he shows up at the CDC and says that, uh, well, you know, uh, this is like everything's just perfect now, just like my call to the leader of Ukraine. I mean, people just wonder what's going on. 
Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. People are wondering what the hell's going on, all right? More more so, what did you just say? What? Competency. We're going to talk about competency now that you can't even really say a sentence or a, a complete an idea without making it go into other ideas. This is Joe Biden recently talking about vaccine. Uh, Joe, too, please. Joe, too. Not in hand yet, but ordered. We expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but by the mid, by the midsummer that this vaccine will be there. And the order, and, 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 and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by 50%, from 400 million order to 600 million. This is enough vaccine to fully vaccinate 300 Americans by end of the summer, the beginning of the fall. But we want to make, look, that's, I want to repeat, it'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans to beat this. Okay, so let me understand the, 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 <laughs> six million doses of the vaccine will be enough to vaccinate 300 Americans, not once, but twice. I thought it had to be 50% to get the uh, herd immunity thing happening. That's not even close. No. Tell me I'm wrong and I heard this wrong. He, he talks 4 million, 600 million, 6 million, and says at the end, it's enough to vaccinate 300 Americans. We can play it again. Not once, but twice. Play it again. You want me to get to the end there? Or the whole thing? The end. This in mid by the mid and 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 that in mid by the midsummer that this vaccine will be there, and the order and and and, and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by fifty percent, from four hundred million order to six hundred million. This is enough vaccine to fully vaccinate three hundred Americans by end of the summer, the beginning of the, of the fall. But we want to make, look, that's, I want to repeat, it'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans to beat this. Okay, so I didn't realize this. He's off on both numbers. So there's only 367 million people in the United States. We don't need 600 million vials of this stuff, number one. So I think, okay. So now that makes more sense. I had trouble making sense of anything he was saying. He's stuttering and meandering around like he's an old drunk man on the corner. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> like, like, do you see him getting better? That It's getting progressively worse. It makes. I've had more in-depth conversations with, <laughs> with, with Freddie downtown. You know, Freddie? Old Blue? Remember yes, him? I do know Freddie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, understand this. It, it, this is goes back to more of the point of what we talked about earlier or what I, what I talked about earlier with the fact that the, the 47 executive orders on the first day in office, there's a reason we got to get this done before this guy cannot even know or use the bathroom without the help of two Secret Service officers instead of one. That is coming. That is the president of the United States. So it, it, I'm sorry, everybody. I hate to keep doing this, but there's it is a freaking bell curve. We go from a guy that can't even, that puts his foot in his mouth on a regular basis 
a guy that Donald Trump, who for me personally, I didn't have a bad four years. The people I worked for didn't have a bad four years. Honestly, the people sponsors of this show had good years, even last year. Gig workers, restaurant people had a tough year. Hospital people had a tough year, for, but had a job. Un, the unemployment went up and came down extremely a lot, not because everybody was losing their jobs. It was because when this first started, everybody was so scared and everybody was packing it up. And if you worked on a contract, you got you were done. But when things started to open back up, those people got their jobs back. And you know what happened? And no doubt about it. And if you want to be pissed off, be pissed off. But the fact of the matter is, when you come back, you had to listen to this crap about, you know, you can come back, but it's not going to be the same contract or you're not going to make exactly the same amount of money because I don't know what's going on. That's what people are having to deal with. That's the really hard, the crappy hard part about all this is that if you were going into having a good year and you were a contract worker, a 1099 or a gig worker, you, you were going to, there were some navigational problems. But overall, the the, the car stereo industry, the the, the the music industry, as far as instruments, things that you do with streaming cameras, people that were going defunct had one of the best years they've ever had in the history of their industry last year. This is whack. I mean, good for these people, but I mean, it's still wacky. And then we use these numbers that have that have accumulated the the unemployment numbers and the that when the stock market crashed last March and everybody thought the world was coming to an end. Only unbeknownst to all of us, that people with that had money in the stock market was about to be either ten times richer than they were before, or they were going to put some scratch in their pocket that they'd never been able to do because it went through the roof. And if you lay the Fed's balance sheet over top of the stock exchange balance sheet, you're going to notice it's the same thing. So is it propped up and a little bit fake? You bet. But if you're not just sitting at home doing nothing, and it, 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 you're you this, there is some opportunity right now still because we're not we're not deviating away from giving people more money, regardless, to stay on track. The biggest part of this is what your ability is to skirt an issue. I see what you're saying. Eric, no, back to this. Eric, do you have to get our 600 vials able to do 300 million people? So you have to have two shots. Is that so right now, 400 million, we're get, we're get, uh, 200 million people can get vaccinated. You have to have 600 million to vaccinate everybody. Is that is that the deal, or is it one shot per person? Because I do I do remember hearing or seeing that one of the vaccinations had to be you had to be shot twice. I, I'm not sure. You maybe you can clarify that. Give us me. a call, Eric. Oh, I, no, that that'll go down the rabbit hole. Okay, so yes, so it's two. So he that's a little bit closer, but not everybody. I mean, of 367 million people in the United States, you know. Kids being, I, I, I'm not even sure what the what the child number is, but yeah, two shots. You don't even need to vaccinate kids at all until the end. So, I still a lot of shots. But regardless, at the end, he's saying 300. Point being is that if you're going to give Donald Trump trouble, 
because he doesn't use the correct spelling of words in a tweet. That's fine. I don't necessarily feel the greatest about my president not even being able to spell check himself before he sends a tweet out. That is a little, it's a little disheartening. But the fact that now you have a guy that also has the nuclear codes that whilst talking can't even put coherent sentences together about something that is supposed to be one of the worst catastrophes in the history of the world. And talking about competency six months ago. You scare me, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to scare you. I mean, this is the stuff that I feel... This is the stuff that I feel while I'm reading. I'm trying to learn and trying to express and trying to give people an opportunity to to look at something or maybe to go find if I if I find something that's cool, they go look at it and maybe open up a rabbit hole to because I I really am and and I do this myself all the and I have up to this point over the last couple of years and doing something like this really makes you try to dot your eyes and cross your T's, you know, a lot better than just mouthing off and getting into an argument with somebody and not knowing what the hell you're talking about. Especially if you're talking to somebody that does. Point being is that people need, it's more than what you see on television. There are people writing and broadcasting and boots on the ground in certain places to give you an actual perspective of what's really going on. The problem is that if you might, you can't micro look at anything because once you start micro looking at things, you're done. You can't focus. You can't, you can't feel about anything else because you get so engrossed in one thing. You've met those people. I'm sure everybody has people that only have done one thing their whole life, scientists, musicians, whatever the case is, it's all they do. They're great at it, whatever the case is. But when you try to get them out into a public situation, it, they they cannot function. And you, most people are not like that. Most people are social. They want to have an argument. They want to get into a situation with a crowd of people and they want to talk. And that's, you know, and, and yes, when you get in a heated debate, you can't just pull out Google. And when you do, it just pisses off the other person even more, especially when you show, no, look, Google says this. So we, we've lost our ability to, to have an argument or to learn because we don't want to learn. We want to have a point. We want to let you make your point, but you're not changing my mind. And once you do that, you lose all ability to learn anything. Where's Joe 3? Is Joe, is Joe 3 in there? Play this last one. Uh, they, this president has not, this administration has not moved to take advantage of the capability that exists within the, the health community, has not prepared local hospitals, has not provided equipment, has not trained personnel, has not thought through, at least if he, they've thought it through, they haven't announced it to the American people. And the American people are just saying, wait a minute, what's going on here? What's happening? That's a hard one. Because this was early in, in the year, April, May. Some of those issues were happening and some of them weren't. We had the exact opposite in the beginning, if everybody remembers, because they were shutting down everybody's ability or or telling everybody to put off anything that they wanted to do, whether it was necessary or not, to stay out of the hospitals. So in the beginning, there wasn't a hospital overload, right? There's been more of a hospital overload as this thing has progressed 
and we were supposed to have more of a handle on it. Is that Trump's administration's fault? I, I Maybe, possibly, because the bottom line is this administration is saying that over the next three months, we're going to lose 96,000 more people that eventually over the next six months, we're talking about over 500,000 deaths and there's nothing we can do about it. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I didn't necessarily hear Biden saying that's because of Trump. So maybe some of that isn't all that administration, but there is definitely a situation where the CDC and the WHO and Dr. Fauci and people like him, like we talked about last week, have changed their opinions on wearing masks and when to get vaccinated and herd um, immunity. And we've been going in, we go outside a little bit and then we're like, oh, we're outside. And then they tell us to go back in, we go back in. Then they tell us to put six masks on. We go, we, then we try to go back outside again. Then they cut the time and then mayors are doing one thing and governors are doing another and the president's doing. I don't know how you blame any administration. There wasn't one state that had this right. There wasn't one city that nailed this. And if it, and if they did, they should be on the head of this, the board of health. But you're not going to tell 365 million people what to do and how to work and where to go. And some are going to wear masks and some aren't. And some are going to wear masks and take them off and put them in their pocket and put keys in their pocket. They're going to do all this crap. Not this many. You can't stop this thing. You can try to quell it. You can try to, you know, get the people that will listen to you to listen to you. You can get the half-hearted to, to maybe. And so maybe you stop some. But then when they start Rolling out the vaccination, what happens? Now there's a new, more deadlier strand. It, I mean, then studies like this come out. Duke University, Harvard Medical School, and John Hopkins, basically back in March, uh, they, they looked at the unemployment from March into April, and they were able to pull out these statistics that say basically... 1.37 million more people are going to die than would have died because of the, basically the restrictions of COVID, the mask, the staying at home, not going to the doctor, not going to the hospital. What? So now what? Now three huge universities have this major study that say we're going to lose almost 2 million people or a million and a half people because of what, uh, of the, of you guys trying to decide on what are the best ways to keep people from getting this thing. Do we just, what about those people's lives? How does AOC sit in Congress or and, and on a Twitter account talking about her scary issue that she had because, uh, and, and put her abusive problems and all. What about, what about the freaking 27 people's lives that got, these, these are 27 names of people that were shot or killed that weren't even part of riots. That's what I wanted to know. What about their lives? What about how scared they were before they actually died? Why is it that you get a platform to be this person and to say this stuff? Like you're like we're supposed to feel bad for you. Oh, go girl, you got him. When you when riots and defunding the police and all this crap and letting all this crap happen where these people died, million and a half people more are going to die because you guys can't decide on how to make this right. What about these people? You cannot manipulate 
as a person that makes laws, keep manipulating and manipulating numbers and, and money to, and to somebody, you want a real riot? That's what's coming. People are either, or nothing's going to happen. You're going to get further and further into the automaton, 1984, people just tuning it all out and not listening to any of it. Because like Brad said earlier, I think they're all full of shit. I think it's all shit. I think it's all money. I don't, they say that about, we all say that about every politician now. Every politician. It's not even a thing anymore. You don't even think when you hear politicians or talk about somebody doing something in politics, a part of your mind process is these are corrupt. Wonder where their where their money's coming from. How does anybody make a decision? The most governing that Joe Biden has done and is going to do in the next year is now going to come after these executive orders from Chuck Schumer and the House Majority Leader. That's that's where where whatever these guys say, Chuck Schumer says we're gonna we are gonna make a climate catastrophe to start funding this with millions and millions of dollars because you know why we just pissed a shit ton of people off because we shut down oil and gas oil specifically and we lost all these jobs and everybody's up in arms so here's what we're going to do we're going to pump millions and trillions of dollars into the green so now we're going to tell these people we're going to re-educate them and put them out into the green workforce if you don't think that's going to happen you're out of your mind it's going to happen it's happening uh, literally started tonight This COVID, this COVID issue with with the the COVID vaccine. This this was a scarier headline to me than anything, which was Merck has abandoned the development of two coronavirus vaccines, saying that after executive extensive research, it was concluded that the shots offered less protection than just contracting the virus itself and developing antibodies. That is a major pharmaceutical manufacturer who said that. So what do they do? They're not going to lose out on this money on, on this money train. No. Research that they have is into a therapeutic drug labeled MK7110 and MK4482. I'd just love to shoot a nice shot of MK7110 right into my ass. That would be awesome. Huh? It, it sounds like I should be on James Bond with my new Nokia phone. They found that in three studies showed greater than 50% reduction in the risk of death or respiratory failure in patients hospitalized with moderate or severe COVID-19 using these drugs. So their version of hydrochloroquine or whatever the hell it is, that's what's coming. So much so that Merck has just received $356 million from the federal government to get this shit out as fast as possible. Holy mother of oats. That's just how easy it is. Now, is anybody going to say anything about this huge manufacturer not wanting to get in at, on the tail end of the vaccine money because all that's dried up? We've got those companies. They're saying now we found that vaccines and now proven two days later, it comes out that the new strand of COVID is only 57% effective. The vaccine's only 57% effective against it. So now we're going to make you a booster. 
Or we're just going to make drugs like the hydrochloroquine in the beginning where everybody was up, up in arms about that. Even doctors still to this day are giving it to patients under the table. These guys are just going to make that that everybody's going to say it's okay. And we just gave them $400 million to do it. Welcome to the new world and the new way of things. Because that's what that's what it is. It's the new. This is the new way. What stops... <laughs> What stops any government in any country? Do you understand that the coolest or neatest or however you want to look at this, the the most uh, brilliant, and, and I say that not because it's good or bad, but just the explosive part of this is the world completely stopped. I don't think that in any point in your life you could have ever said, This world is just going to shut down. Every part of it, one of these days could just shut down. Not Venezuela, not Greece, not, you know, South, uh, uh, Middle East, not, not, cra not crazy countries or countries we always hear about, North Korea. They, they could shut down or they could do or they could go broke or whatever the case is. And this isn't one little country or a handful of little countries or one big country. This was every country. That takes such concerted effort and planning. Do you understand that the getting everything shut down and creating this thing where you stop people from doing what they want to do, that that part was no problem. It was the rest of it that got us. The what do you do with masks and when can you go out and when can you not go out and who gets vaccinated and what is herd immunity? All that stuff was not in the plan, but they shut everything down as fast as you could uh, open up a Ziploc bag. If that doesn't make anybody feel a little bit weird about what the ability is for, for people that are pulling the strings, because in these other countries, you, you know it, whether it's in your face or not, it's never in, in, in a, in a lot of countries, it's not, the actual president or government that controls what that society does. It is somebody with the strings that move everything around. And you had to do that everywhere. You shut down the airports. You shut down the ability to go anywhere. You shut down the times that you can go anywhere. You shut down the businesses that people normally go. That's how you do it. Then you literally, it's not about hurting you up anywhere. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. They got you. And they can do that anytime they want. They can just say, there's an immigration emergency, we're going to build a wall. There's a, there's a climate emergency, we're going to create a, a, a catastrophe. There's a, a pandemic, we're going to shut you into your own house. That's the, kind of the scary part of it for me. I mean, dying's one thing, but if you really look at the deaths uh, to, to the amount of people that have been uh, put in these types of situations and the amount of deaths, I mean, 400% uh, suicidal rate with kids, the, the, the suicide rate in adults, the drug and alcohol relation. I mean, do you understand the beginning of this? They would not shut a guy, uh, they wouldn't shut liquor stores down because of alcoholics would, would die. So somebody thought this out. This wasn't just a, a, a blanket, let's, let's just save as many, you know, all, all, everybody. This was thought out. And there's something to that. Now, whether it's because this was part of a, that people have pandemic and the, you know, the Ebola and the things that we dealt with that were epidemics or whatever the case is. And we had these, these guidelines, maybe that's the case. I don't know. But the fact that look what, look what happens when you shut down 
a handful of major parts of people's lives. When you don't go to work, when you don't go to a restaurant, when you don't go to a bar, when you can't go to another country, when you can't go home, I mean, you can't even see your relatives because the, that you really kill those people. You just, it, we're not going to tell you what to do. We're going to say that this issue is going to kill people. We're trying to stop that. We're the government trying to help everybody and making sure that we, you know, our citizens stay whatever. And so you're going to stay home. That's what's going to happen. And that's really my, I think I've had enough. One of the last things they ever talk about is, hey, stay hydrated. Get you some vitamin D. Get outside. Get some sunlight. Get some exercise. Oh, no. That's the last thing they're going to tell you. The health, the fact that, the, the fact that now we're using race, racism, and Chuck Schumer's last line on, on his, before he let the, the other person talk about it, uh, the climate, the person that's in charge of this crisis now, um, said we're going to make sure that money goes to this this and and also to help uh you know people of color and minorities who climate has has also hurt more than everybody else i don't even know what to say anymore it's almost like a hashtag now you know it's just something you just add into anything that is bad and if you're going to try to do something with it you're going to add racism and and uh, you know, indigenous people. I, the Indians are making a huge comeback. I mean, we're going to take their name off of everything that their names are on. But they're, they're, I mean, they're, this is Indians are starting to make a, a comeback now, as a part of this uh, system of things. Because I tell you what's, what, what eventually is going to happen, so that people can digest it. Trans Indians, Asians, or any minority, Mexicans, Black people, they're going to watch what happens. It's all going to be one group. There will be no more LBQTQs. There won't be any more of the all this stuff. There, it's going to be one group, one group. Yeah, everybody, listen. My music guest is finally here. We got Lewis Bryce in the house. He's going to play some music for us. We're going to talk to him first. I'm glad he can make it in. You get over there on the couch. You get over on the couch. We'll be right back uh, after this message or, or two. of how valid is the validity. Audison amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz. Marine and car audio. Hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group. Let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience. True liposomal supplements. Guidance Whiskey. Look for guidance. Cartronics. Customize your ride. Sony Mobile Car Audio 2.0 Modern Media Geeks Be Found, Be Revelant, Be On Point Chris Weaver Band Live and Streaming Entertainment How Valid is the Validity Wednesday nights, 7 Central, 8 Eastern I apologize Luli! What's up? How are you buddy? Doing good, how are you? Everybody, this is my good buddy Lewis Bryce uh, He has been in town, geez, forever I, How long have you been in town? 15 years in March 
15 years. 15 years. Holy God. Yeah, How old are you? Old enough. Yeah, see, you're, you, you, are, you age unbelievably well. <laughs> you age unbelievably well. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, but anyway, your you played tonight. I did. I just got done at the uh, world-famous Tin Roof, like the original one, I guess I would call On it. On yeah. Demumbrian Street, yeah. So uh, was it busy? It was pretty busy. Um, you know, people were sitting down uh, wearing, ma- wearing their masks, but I guess two nights ago they extended it to be, I guess you could stay open to almost to midnight rather than 10 or 11. So yeah. that's the reason I'm running a little bit behind now is because I, my, they pushed my set back a whole hour. You know, it's okay. I, I, we had a really good debate tonight. Things went really well. I'm really happy about it. I'm glad you could be here. I am too. So what is, what's your new song out right now? Well, uh, crazy enough, I put out a song uh, that is uh, it's a cover song uh, for back, back in the early 2000s. Remember a band called Nine Days? I do not remember. Is that the guy? So you did the song with? I did the song with, his name's John Hampson. And uh, he was the guy, like lead singer for a band called Nine Days. It was mm-hmm. a song called Absolutely Story of a Girl. If you look it up, it's probably gonna you're probably gonna know what a story of a girl. It's a story of a girl, cried a river and drowned the whole world. Oh my gosh, I yes! Signed photographs. I absolutely love her when she smiles. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome! Really and cool. so you had the guy on the record. I had the guy that wrote, and and that's the guy that actually wrote the song. He wrote it solo by himself. Oh wow! He actually told me the story about it. It was really really cool. Uh, uh my, my management manages there in nine days, and so this year would be the twentieth year anniversary for that song. And so, uh, man, it was just, uh, they brought the idea that, man, well, we have a like, rock and roll country artist. Why not, you know? And they, they brought the interest of maybe him singing it with me about, because I was kind of weary at first about covering a song. I, I just, that's never really put out a cover song. And so I just didn't really register my mind. But then the, but then they were like, well, John will do it with you. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Because <laughs> that song is very iconic. And so, and also it was really nice to meet him. He came in town. He flew into town. We wrote for like two days. And um Wrote a couple of good songs, but then we got to the studio and uh, threw it down. And then we kind of, then me and Ben, my producer, Ben Simonetti, we yeah. put it all together and well, we put it out. So are you doing, are you doing singles or EPs? Currently I'm doing singles. Um, I, at some point I would like to do a record, but that's just, just my views right now. Currently like. I'm with and, you. Yeah. And until I have, until I have like a need and necessity, like my fans are there like, oh man, I need to see a record. I mean, I, I feel like I have a lot of really good songs and when I push them out, like I want to put you know, the right attention to every song. And so, cause I feel like every song kind of, you know, when I put it out, like, I feel like it's, it, it deserves its own, you know, kind of campaign and it, its own ideas to push it out there and get everybody's, it kind of have its own run of the mill. If, if, if I may, it would not. So, so what's your main, your, the main platform for you now is Spotify. Probably Spotify is one of the, it's probably my main, my, my biggest supporter um, uh, platform. Apple iTunes is right there behind it. So they, they really, yeah, so Apple does good. They, they just don't have the, they don't have the, they do have playlists, but it's, it's a different, a whole different format. It really is. They have, they have different, but they, and idea wise, their American or their hot country is their, uh, actual next or, you know, big country. So, but, and, and so I was fortunate enough last year to get on the Spotify hot country, hot country playlist, which is just absolutely insane. I went from having like, you know, a thousand streams or, you know, 2000 streams a day to, Hundred thousand streams. Like, what? I mean, like when we released it to you, we got a hundred thousand streams in the first week, and so uh, therefore, I mean, it's sitting at about fifteen million streams. And so, is that and driving we, you nuts? And you now you can't go anywhere to play. Yeah, I couldn't. I wasn't able to go out and play to play the song and see the. the you know, I, I did keep playing online for a lot. Uh, every Monday for all last year, I played. I played a little happy hour show for about an hour just to let everybody know what I was doing, keeping music up, and I'd also keep playing my live shows for an hour, just yeah, play yeah. whatever they had request. I would just play them just to, and it really made a difference because. I lost all of my shows at the beginning of last year. Yeah. I had like 50 or 60 shows booked, ready to go, 
ready going. to call the tour, the Whiskey Nights tour. I made T-shirts <laughs> and everything. And then it all, all 50 of them dropped within a couple of days. And I remember talking to you, like you were, I think we were down to Key West yeah, for yeah. about uh, close to this time. No, it was around March, I guess. Yeah. Right? When everything shut down. That's right. That's right. God, and, that's right. Yeah. I remember that one day I talked to you and you said, oh, that, great. You know, just <laughs> lost next amount. Yep. One day, all day. All day. <laughs> oh, that's right. God, that's right. Oh my God. So, are you gonna? Which song are you gonna play tonight? Oh man, what song? I, I could do "It's You" or I could do "Story of a Girl." I I, I haven't learned. I'm, that was a struggle. That song, "Story of a Girl," absolutely. It's it, hard to play by yourself. No, it's not hard. It's just lyrically. It's a lot of lyrics. It's, it's and it's kind of like a rock and roll song. It's so like the choruses. He's they're kind of different words on each chorus a little bit. And but I could do either or. What, what, Depends on what you guys want to hear. It's my new release. So, so the story of a girl. I mean, I want you to one. play whatever you're comfortable with. I'm very, you know what? I haven't played it live on a podcast yet, so we might as well. All right, let's do it. All right, so we'll do we'll do one quick commercial, and then we'll be right back with the Lewis Bryce and his new song. Hertz, Hertz Marine, Marine and Car Audio Systems. On the path of excellence, we go full speed ahead to make your sound experience truly powerful, high-end performance. Ultimate technology, extreme versatility. A solution to everyone's needs. Enhance your system performance. Hertz Marine and Car Audio. This is a story of her Crying a river and drown the whole world While she looks so sad in photographs Absolutely love her when she smiles How many days in a year She woke up with hope but she only found tears And I can be so insincere Making a promise is never for real As long as it stands there waiting Wearing the holes in the soles of her shoes How many days disappear Look in the mirror, so how do you choose? Your clothes never wear as well the next day Your hair never falls in quite the same way You'll never seem to run out of things to say This is a story of a girl Crying her in and drown the whole world Why she looks so sad in photographs Absolutely love her when she smiles Just to put it with this every day and all day How do we wind up this way? Watching the mouse with the words that we say As long as he stands there waiting Wearing the clothes of the souls that we choose How many days disappear? When you're walking too far for the price that we choose And I'll never wear as well the next day Yeah, never falls in quite the same way You'll never seem to run out of things to say this is a story of a girl Crying a river and drown the whole world Why she looks so sad and lonely there Has to love her when she smiles When she smiles Oh, yeah It's her guitar solo 
that's whatever uh, I'll have my guitar playing. It's good. Ripping it up right now, so. Well, your clothes never wear as well the next day And your hair never falls in quite the same way You never seem to run out of things to say This is the story of a girl Crying a river and drowned the whole world Well, she looks so sad and photographs Absolutely of her This is the story of a girl The pretty face she hid from the world why she looks so sad and lonely there I have to leave her This is the story of a girl Cried a river and drowned the whole world Why she looks so sad and photographs I have to leave her When she smiles When she smiles Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. That was really good. That sounds really good. That was fun. Well, everybody, listen. Lewis Price, check him out on Spotify or Apple iTunes. And uh, that song just came out, and uh, it's that's really good. Thank you so much. Man, I it's forgot so about that song. Anyway. It's so much fun to do it with the guy that actually did it, John Hampson. So. When are, you, are you guys playing in Nashville anytime soon? Uh, together? Uh, not together. Not, we're still working out, trying to get it. Because he lives up around New Jersey, New York. And I got so you. And so he had to fly away in and stuff. And so they're still kind of regulated up there. We're about their travel stuff is kind of weird. But uh, but they're working it out. So he's uh, hopefully soon he'll come down here. When he does that, we'll plan a show together and actually do that song together. You know, maybe it, maybe actually record it. You know, you never know. Oh, my God. Well, you're a good man. Lewis, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming down to do that. And uh, I'll get you a copy of this. Is, is in a bottle of whiskey. I love it. I know. Guidance whiskey, whiskey, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, Ward Gunther and, and Dustin Lynch is going to be in the house with us, so we appreciate it. And uh, check out how valid is the validity. We thank all our sponsors, um, and and please use those guys uh, if you ever need any of their uh, of their stuff. Andy, thanks for a, a job tonight. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll come back next year even bigger and stronger. And I'm going to um, next week. I think I'm going to come in a little bit lit, a little bit lit. I miss those days. I used to do the show a little bit late. Anyway, we'll see you next week on How Val is Validity. Thanks for watching.